bite from Nikolai's Kitchen. My name is Nick. This show is all about scratch-made food and positive energy. If this is your first time here, welcome. Thank you so, so much for taking a chance on my little food show. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. Thank you so, so much for all of your amazing continued support. No matter what, I hope that life is treating you so, so amazingly. We're winding down toward the holiday season right now. And I hope that you're already got, you know, really great plans with family and friends, or maybe you just plan something quiet with just yourself and maybe your spouse, maybe your kids, if you have them, but whatever this holiday season brings you, I hope it brings you love, kindness, peace, and happiness. Remember, you know, this time of year more than others, but always, 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 always be good, be kind. Today on the show, another edition of Leftovers. Leftovers is what happens when I just have a whole ton of stuff hanging out in my house that I really, really need to get rid of. And this one is going to be very specifically themed because I have had a lot of Asian ingredients kicking around my kitchen, especially if you go back to the early days of the show. I talked about it a lot and I still talk about it periodically now, not confident with Asian stuff. But I've challenged myself repeatedly to make different Asian dishes, to play with ingredients that I never played with, like palm sugar, like tamarind paste, like dark soy sauce, gochujang, all these things that I had literally never heard of, never used before. I decided to get brave and I decided to start kind of trying to see what I could do with these things. And when you run a food show like this, and when you make a lot of things from scratch like I do, and when you're building a lot of recipes like I do, you end up buying or ordering or whatever a whole lot of ingredients that then start taking up a whole lot of pantry space, a whole lot of refrigerator space. And that's kind of what ended up happening with a lot of this stuff. Like I have pomegranate molasses, I have palm sugar, I have tamarind. All these different things that I bought to make one or two different recipes that I kind of haven't used since. And I said to myself, I'm like, what can I do with all of this stuff? Why don't I try to make an Asian inspired barbecue sauce? And so I, <laughs> and I, I, and, and I kid you not, you, you might listen to this and you might hear me explain it. You might be like, ah, he's full of it or whatever. But like, I have to do gut check when it comes to me making up an Asian recipe. Like most of the Asian recipes that I have done are my versions of them, but they're largely, you know, sort like I do a lot of recipe research, reading a bunch of other different recipes to figure out what common ingredients are in these things. And I adjust them to my liking, to my tastes. I maybe swap out one method for something else that I know will work better for me or whatever, but largely I kind of try not to get too, too brave. Okay. And I've been getting more comfortable with making it. So I really had to gut check myself when it was time to make this barbecue sauce, because I was like, this is just coming straight out the brainium. 
And this is just going to be taking a whole bunch of stuff that I just have sitting around the house and seeing what I can do with it, seeing what I can make of it. Can I make something that's good, palatable, enjoyable out of this? Man, I can't wait to tell you about it. So when I talk about, you know, having to do a gut check to make an Asian dish, what I don't have to take a gut check to do is to make barbecue sauce. I have made a lot of barbecue sauces in my time, in my life, and they always all kind of start out the same. I cook down peppers and onions, okay, and, you know, let them soften, let them get, you know, on their way. I add my garlic and my whatever else, dry spices here and there, let them bloom a little bit, let them develop a little bit of those flavors, and then kind of deglaze the pan, and you can just get everything else in there, bohoosh. And then eventually, at some point, I'll use my immersion blender and kind of blend it all down into a nice, beautiful, smooth sauce. Now, that's one of my caveats. Barbecue sauce never should have chunks in it. (laughs) Never, 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 never. So I like to blend it down, pulse it down with a stick blender. So I'm very, very comfortable making barbecue sauces, at least in a general sense. So all I had to kind of try to do is figure out how do these Asian ingredients work together And how can they work together in a barbecue sauce? So I kind of took like my base bare bones barbecue sauce recipe and I stripped it down. And then I kind of started looking at what can I add here? What can I add here? What can I add here? Got all the Asian ingredients, literally emptied the fridge in the pantry of all the stuff I was going to use because I wanted to get rid of it. Put it all on the island and I'm tasting all of it. And I'm like, oh man, like this, this we can definitely use a lot of here. This we can definitely use a lot of here. And I I didn't just chuck things into this willy-nilly. I would take like a spoonful of the sauce, like as it's cooking and as the different layers are kind of going in, I'd be like, ooh, is this black bean paste really going to work as part of this? So I would take a spoonful of the sauce, put it on a little plate, and then I'd take a little bit of the black bean paste and mix it in and then taste it and see how does this change the flavor profile of this? Is this something that's going to marry well with this or do I not want to add this? Or maybe I want to add less or whatever. And that's what I did when I built this entire recipe. And I mean, I... Like, I know all these ingredients work together. I've made a lot of marinades and sauces and all sorts of different things with them before, but I've never combined them into, like, a legitimate barbecue sauce style thing. One thing you'll notice that's missing from this recipe, except for when you're sweating down to peppers and onions, salt. And there's a reason why. Because this recipe has dark soy sauce, it has gochujang, it has black bean paste, it has fish sauce in it. It is absolutely inundated with really, really salty Asian sauces and things like that. You do not, I promise you, need extra salt in this. I did not have to add a sprinkle of it. I promise you. Don't add any extra. I don't. I love salt. And if there's enough salt in this for me, you don't need it. I promise you. You absolutely don't. So I started off by sweating down the onions and peppers and everything, like I said. And then what I decided to do is I was like, I want to get lemongrass in here. Now, I, I, I did wing an Asian dish before where I had cut lemongrass into tiny little bits and thrown it into a dish, uh, not realizing that it doesn't really break down and soften and you can't really eat it. 
So I'm sitting there picking out these little tiny rings of lemongrass that I foolishly chucked into a whole dish. <sighs> Not one of my prouder moments, unfortunately, in the kitchen. So what I decided to do for this is I was like, what if I took a stalk of lemongrass and I just halved it lengthwise and, you know, did small sections of it. And I just chuck that into the liquid while the onions and peppers are cooking down, infuse that lemongrass flavor into that as it's cooking down and as the liquid cooks into the peppers and onions, get all that beautiful flavor in there. And then I chucked it and then I just chucked it and got rid of it. So I didn't have to worry about it anymore. I did pomegranate molasses and palm sugar for sweetness. Now, palm sugar, it's got more. Mine came in like they're they're literally like rounded little domes. They're about a tablespoon each, and they're just these little little sweet caramelly ish type of flavors. That's kind of the the flavor that the sugar has. So I used basically the palm sugar and the pomegranate molasses to sweeten this thing. I mean, the ketchup has a little bit of sweetness in it, but by and large, the majority of this comes from that pomegranate molasses. If you've never used pomegranate molasses before and you've never watched a show with Bobby Flay in it because he uses it like on and in everything, it's like regular molasses. Like it's got that sweet, like kind of, I don't want to say bitter, bitter is the wrong word and I'm struggling to find the right word for it. But if you've ever tasted molasses, you know what molasses tastes like. But pomegranate molasses, instead of having that kind of harsh, like bitterness to it again not the word i'm looking for but it's all i got uh pomegranate molasses has like this fruitiness to it so it's got this very dark sweet but fruit accented kind of flavor to it 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 really is and I, i'm not kidding it really is great in a lot of different things i'm still kind of finding all the different amazing ways that you can really really utilize it but it definitely helped amp up the sweetness for this that tamarind is very tart and sour that tamarind paste that I got, I got it to make the Giang chicken when I made it. And I mean, what it ends up doing when, when this whole sauce came together and I, I got to just kind of get to the end of it there. Cause I don't want to sit here and like wax on about it forever, but this whole sauce, it's got, it's got this beautiful, beautiful umami to it. It's got this sweetness to it like this caramelly sweetness and this fruity sweetness from the palm sugar, the pomegranate molasses. But then, then you get that tamarind, which is kind of riding on the wave of all of those like big umami bomb sauces, like soy sauce, like your black bean paste, all those kinds of things in there. You're enhancing it just a little bit with a little bit of sesame oil, a little bit goes a long way. And, you know, then you've got a little bit of spice kicking around in there from your gochujang. You could definitely amp up the spice in this as well. When you're doing your peppers, you could add in some like much, much, much more powerful like Asian peppers and things like that. And one of the things I always run into with barbecue sauces, and this is this has never not been the case for me when I make barbecue sauce. It's better grilled. It's better grilled, uh, you know, tasting it by itself. I love it by itself. Like just by itself. I think it's really, really, really good, but it's not there. You know, it's, it's, it's just missing that little bit of something fire. When you grill something, it caramelizes those sugars in there and it just activates the rest of the flavors in this. And it just sends it through the stratosphere. Oh, I love it. I really, really love it. And it feels weird to feature it as a recipe on the show. I mean, the whole thing is in the show notes. If you do want to try to make it yourself, maybe you cook a lot more Asian food I do. And you're like, Nick, I've got tamarind paste all the time. Who doesn't? 
me. I had never used it before. And I mean, I'm not going to say I'll never use it again. I actually really did kind of enjoy it, but like, I don't know. I'll have to kind of try to figure out when I would even use it. But yeah, like maybe you, maybe you use all these kinds of ingredients way more than I do. And you're like, God, I've got all this stuff on hand right now. I can make it right now. If you do hit me up on uh, Instagram, let me know how it turned out for you. But oh, it, it, wonderful. It, it, it just, it, it turned out beyond my wildest expectations. It's probably one of my favorite barbecue sauces I've ever made. And I've made a lot. My birch beer barbecue sauce is still like my numero uno. I, I'm still blown away by how good that turned out. Can't wait. I need to make that again. I need to make that again and feature that here on the show. If you guys would like that, let me know and, and, and hit me up and, and I'll definitely, you know, get that featured probably maybe in the springtime or something like that. As we're rolling towards summer, we're rolling toward grilling season, birch beer, barbecue sauce. I'm telling you, I'm telling you perfection. It's one of the most perfect things I've ever made in my entire life. That's neither here nor there. We're not talking about that. We're talking about Asian barbecue sauce. Stop distracting me. He said to himself as he's wagging his finger around in an empty office. Just this, like I said, it feels weird to feature it as a recipe because I don't know that I'll ever make it again. But maybe I will. Maybe I'll have all these ingredients on hand. Maybe when I get through eating it, like I'll just be like, God, I'm going to miss this. Maybe I'll make it again. But this is why I love to create these things from scratch. Because if I ever want to revisit it, it's right here. I've got it right here in front of me. I can grab it and I can go make it whenever I want. If you've never, ever tried to do anything like this before, it, the thing I guess I, I, I want to kind of impart when I talk about foods like this is to be brave and to believe in yourself. Like start actually believing in your talent and your ability in the kitchen to build and make something beautiful. You know, I kept taking the leaps of faith with Asian cooking. I would try the different things. I did the Giang chicken. I did the ramen. I did the orange chicken. I did the general so's. I've done so many different things. And now I can execute so many of them really, really well. Like, I'm not kidding. I'm so proud of how far I've come with Asian cooking. And I feel like I'm still a, a, a newborn when it comes to Asian food. But I'm still really proud of myself because I feel like I can actually develop some modicum of flavor. And that, to me, is a huge, huge win. That is going to do it for another quick bite here for Nikolai's Kitchen. Now, this is going to be the last one before the big day, Christmas Day, coming up on Sunday. So I hope that you have an absolutely beautiful and amazing Christmas holiday. I hope that you are doing so, so incredible. Whatever you celebrate... However you celebrate, happy holidays to you and yours. Hug your loved ones a little tighter. Love everyone just a little bit more than normal. And just believe, really, truly believe in you. I want to thank you so, so much for listening. And thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. Nikolai's Kitchen wouldn't be possible without the contributions of my amazing patrons. 
Well, thank you so much to Chris, M, and Sam. And a special shout out to my VIP patrons, Krista, Jared, Caleb, Dan, and Bill. Learn more and sign up today at patreon.com slash Nikolai's Kitchen. <laughs>